Hello, welcome to the New Stack Makers, a podcast where we talk about at scale application development, deployment, and management. Thousand Eyes, a part of Cisco, delivers internet and cloud intelligence. The Thousand Eyes platform provides the only collectively powered view of the internet, enabling enterprises to see, understand, and improve digital experiences from every cloud to every employee and customer. Hey, welcome to another episode of the New Stack Makers. Today, I have a guest from Thousand Eyes, Joe Vaccaro of Thousand Eyes. Joe is head of products at Thousand Eyes. Joe, how are you? I would love to hear a little bit about yourself, you know, how you got started with Thousand Eyes and what the company is about and what its path is. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. And thanks for having me on the podcast. It's exciting to be able to come and talk. I'm a, I'm a Newstack fan. I listen to a lot of the Makers podcast, so it's it's great to actually now have an opportunity to be on the other side of the speaker and be the one uh, talking with you today. Great. You know, as you mentioned, uh, my work at Thousand Eyes, I, I lead the product organization. And I've been at Thousand Eyes about two years. And you know, I like to kind of think about what Thousand Eyes is in, in simple ways. You know, in many ways, you can describe Thousand Eyes as providing the Google Maps for the internet. You know, our, our journey as a company started a number of years ago, kind of led by our two co-founders, Mohit Lad and uh, Ricardo Olivara, who were doing their PhDs at UCLA, really trying to understand the internet. And one of the fundamental, um, you know, um, hypotheses that they had, which has really kind of driven our company, kind of comes down into kind of three uh, fundamental imperatives that are shifting uh, companies uh, and really companies approach to how they provide both their IT organization and the production services. And it really kind of comes down to is that, you know, the, in many ways, cloud has become that new data center uh, for how business gets done. And in the internet has become the new enterprise network backbone that for how you connect services. And then thirdly, SaaS applications have become the new app stack for how employee productivity is driven. And what's common across all three of those is that business runs on them, yet they don't own them. And if you don't own them, you can't take the same approach that you've done in the past to being able to understand the digital experience through them. And so that's in essence what Thousand Eyes does. We help people to see every network like you own it and be able to understand that full digital experience journey from the user to the application across really the, the vast internet and, and the networks that make um, up the internet. That's an interesting comparison. So thinking of an enterprise environment, which you do own, and how it fits with the internet, which you don't own. And to provide visibility into something you don't own has to show some similarities to what you can view internally, doesn't it? Yeah, if you think about how networks have evolved and really applications and, and infrastructure has evolved, Right, really gone are the days that all of your employees are in an office, all of your network traverses a flat layer two, and then ultimately hits a application that's running in your own data center that's developed as a monolithic application. You know, now if you if you really think about what makes up a modern enterprise today, their users are spread across different branch locations or in, you know, we've seen 
um, as a society over the past year, now every employee is a work from home employee, crossing networks, both in terms of home networks, but then also at the branch, you know, now software defined WAN connectivity, taking an increased reliance upon the network or across the internet, you know, traversing, you know, now new network services are providing different functions in that middle mile, landing in applications that are running in public cloud infrastructure, and that those applications now have shifted from that monolithic deployment architecture to a microservices and taking a heavy dependency on third-party APIs to provide, provide those core functions. So if you think about all those things that are changing the complexity across that different path, is just increasing the places where ultimately something can go wrong. And what goes wrong is ultimately impacts the digital experience to access that application. So if you're a SaaS company and your business is your application and users are having a difficult time accessing it, now they believe that it's your application that's having a problem, but where the problem could actually reside would be an upstream peering provider at the network level or if your employees are struggling with accessing their key SaaS application, they're gonna blame IT based upon the network when really it could be part of the path in between that user and the application that they're trying to access. And so it's a fascinating time to be in this industry and thinking about how that digital supply chain it continues to evolve in all the different places that really make up and have to work in concert together to get a user to ultimately an application and being able to then measure that experience from an end-to-end basis. Yeah, measuring that from an end-to-end basis does increase in complexity as you just use microservices alone. For instance, you may have a hundred times the components and Kubernetes at least, the, everything has an identity, right? So, and we're increasingly seeing the world as a really a network of of nodes. And so I'm just starting to kind of see the complexity that must arise. I, I just think about those founders who are thinking about how the internet works. I mean, now that you look at the way microservices work, it's almost like a giant map in itself. So how do you, how do you then, how do you then intersect those maps so they can be, uh, so they can provide clarity? Yeah, if you think about that, right, the, those microservices that you're building, as you look at now, both specialty clouds as well as specialty functions, as well as bringing external functions into your application dependency chain, the communication between those two different nodes, many time in a logical diagram, might be a single direct line connecting the two. But in reality, that network might be intra-region, inter-region, inter-cloud, inter-cloud to data center across, say, direct connects or express routes or, or other optimization paths. And ultimately, there are things along that journey where things can go wrong. And so from a thousand X perspective, our, our ultimate goal there is to be able to customers to understand that full path and visualize that path, that thousand X, you know, the path of visualization that allows them to see every hop along that journey, not only uh, the hops that are inside of their network, but also the hops that are outside of their network. And so you can see and understand where those key metrics, when you think about, say, at the you know web layer from a response time throughput, at the network layer of loss, latency, and jitter, then taking that down into 
at the routing layer, when you think about how BGP peering events actually can change the performance of, a, of an underlying network and allowing you to then trace that. So what might happen and show up as an increase in say a page load time for my application might actually be root cause of something that, that happens many layers deep inside that network. And so that problem, that ability to say, I, I'm seeing an issue that's impacting my experience, that's impacting my users, and being able to then quickly identify and go from detection to identification to remediation, you know, Thousand Eyes really kind of sits at that, at that heart of solving those problems. So when you're on a team and you're looking at your own network environment, you're looking at these APIs and, you know, and thinking about those endpoints and what their dependencies are. You're thinking about service spikes. I mean, young companies and old companies may hit a new spike, for instance, or there may be internal work that's being done and then there's an extra load on the network. How do you manage the topography then? How, how do enterprise teams see the topography and who are these people that are viewing these maps? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that path visualization is, um, is, is really interesting to study when you look about the, the ultimate map of what makes up that path between a user to an application. And what you'll find is right that the percentage of that map that you control continues to get smaller and smaller. Now, when I look at it from a, a development perspective, there's different ways that you can analyze it, right? You can be able to analyze it at the application layer. Uh, you can be able to then also app, um, analyze it purely at an API perspective. Because as people think about in introducing more and more um, APIs into their underlying application workflow, one of the key things you need to recognize is that a user experience that in the past might be understood by testing it and clicking through the browser through a particular journey, now that user experience could be wholly uh, fulfilled from a combination of multiple different API calls across a chain of different services. And so being able to then model that workflow and then be able to understand not only what is the performance across that set of API calls, but then be able to understand what is the network and how is the network impacting that as it relates to my digital experience. It provides a lot of value, especially for the new development uh, teams that are building new modern applications. So those developers who are building new modern applications, what teams are they on then? What, you know, and who, who else are they working with? Got it. Yeah, so you know, what we find is that you know, the rise of both on the SRE front and being able to you know, track and be responsible for the day-to-day operations, but then you see rise of dedicated teams both at the application operations level, the network operations, the infrastructure operations. And you know, one of the things that we see many times when we go into a customer environment is that these teams, you know, while they, they want to work together, they want to be able to solve the problems together, they still are very much siloed from one another, right? You have a, an application team that's leveraging a specific set of tools, looking at application-centric metrics. You have a network team that is doing the same. You know, a, a great story I heard from a local, you know, Bay Area company, they said, you know, when I look at my application 
operations team in the dashboards that they're looking at, it looks just like voodoo and witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Like they, in really what I took away from that is that when you cross these different operational silos from application to network to infrastructure, there's not a common operating language that says, how do I understand what you're seeing at an application layer and how that translates down into the network that I see and how does my network translate down into the infrastructure and how does that all come together from a broader SRE discipline so that I can be able to understand and observe the state of my system and be able to solve problems quickly. So the people who are on these teams, they must have varying levels of experience then, or are they more senior teams that you're starting that you're seeing? You know, I think it, you see the, the mix, I think uh, both, you know, senior people, I think it, when you look at it, it's, it's really a specialty of discipline. You have people that are focused on how do I be able to quickly triage mm. and solve problems quickly. But then ultimately you also need within those teams, you know, deep experts in core fundamental uh, technologies, right? Somebody can be able to say this is a database issue, but you ultimately then need the teams that are capable of understanding how do I then go and fix that database. And so, especially also on the network, right? I can see that I have an issue within my network within say an upstream uh, provider, but I still need to have a dedicated network engineer that understands how do I adjust my routing uh, preferences so that I can route my application traffic around that provider. So when you're talking to people who are in this space, what kind of questions come up about network visibility? What are they really needing now? The questions that come up um, a lot of times are really, A, I don't own my networks, and so how can you see outside of my boundaries, right? And then from there, how do I be able to understand and make sense of the data quickly so I can solve the problem? They need to be able to not only have the visibility to that full end-to-end path across not only their networks, but the networks they rely upon, But then ultimately I say, okay, I I have the data. How do I make sense of the data? How does that data coalesce together into a set of insights that I can be able to spot? Because when you look at an enterprise operations team where you walk into a knock, they're always filled with wall-to-wall screens with streaming data across. And as we talk about the rise of new network services or new places along that journey, there's always more data that can be add, um, added to, to the equation. But ultimately, you need to be able to take that data and be able to filter it, understand it in a real-time basis so that I can be able to turn that data into intelligence. And so a lot of the questions is that people aren't necessarily lacking data. They're lacking potentially ways of how do I be able to understand the data that I'm seeing across a stack and be able to solve real problems with it. So always more data can be added. Tell me about the architecture for Thousand Eyes. What are its roots? You know, what was the programming language it was built upon and how has it been architected uh, over the years and maybe a little bit idea of how you're seeing its uh, evolution in terms of the market and its changes? Yeah, yeah great question. You know, so you know, Thousand Eyes has, has always been a, a SaaS uh, based solution, but when you look at the architecture for how we gain the level of visibility uh, and intelligence, you know, it starts by having the right level of vantage points to give people the ability to, to measure what matters to them. 
And so those vantage points that we have are located in strategic points of presence across the internet in hundreds of different cities, in different types of providers, uh, whether those are local ISP providers, cloud providers, as well as broadband providers and, and otherwise, that give people to say, this is a strategic location I need to measure from where um, either I have users accessing or employees accessing from. We also have then enterprise-based vantage points that allow you to take that same fundamental technology and install it inside of your own infrastructure, giving you that ability to measure from inside of your, say, infrastructure or inside of your network out, because maybe you want to be able to monitor the digital experience to key SaaS applications. And then third, we have the ability to actually create a vantage point, what we refer to as our endpoint, actually on the user's device themselves, whether that's a Mac or Windows laptop or, or otherwise. Those vantage points then generate the level of visibility that is processed within our SaaS platform. That SaaS platform takes the core uh, pipelines built around Kafka and other modern technologies to be able to not only process that information, but then enrich it with additional level of intelligence to then allows us to be able to then visualize and correlate that data seamlessly to present that full path visualization, as well as be able to then identify macro level events that are happening across the internet that are important to customers and ultimately the digital experience that they're receiving. A few things. Uh, first of all, you're using this term measure. I'd be curious how you define measuring from your perspective. Secondly, I am curious about the resilience of traditional technologies such as uh, the uh, networks that companies use, both for uh, you know their employees and and for their users, for instance. And then thirdly, I'm curious about how you're going to be leveraging. Kafka and other modern technologies, and and does this spell then the need for more uses for building optimized uh, models that are uh, you know trained and that have the integration of a neural net? So the you know when I think about measurement, right? How do you measure a digital experience? It's not one way. You can't look at a single metric. You really need to look at what makes up the experience, both at the application layer, right? What is the response time? What is my page load time, if I'm running a multi-step transaction, what is the time does it take to actually complete those multiple different steps within that user's workflow? Then you think about the, the network layer. As you're going through that journey, what is the loss in terms of uh, the network loss? What is the network latency? What is the network jitter that is found during that same period of time? And then you can step it down in terms of measuring also what is happening at the fundamental network from a routing perspective, stepping one layer down and measuring also the key metrics that are happening at a layer two device level in terms of the virtual interface um, performance across, say, the device itself. Now, how do you measure that also comes in terms of not only just calculating the metrics, but also then how do you then discover and traverse the network and being able to introduce the right level of, of entropy so that you have the ability to discover all the different paths that the traffic is taking ultimately to reach its destination. Since the, the, net, the internet itself is made up of a network of networks and across it, there's multiple different paths that at any one time 
a user might be taking to ultimately receive their destination, you not only need to be able to measure the right metrics, but you have to be able to measure through the right paths that are brought together and correlated together on what we refer to as that path visualization. That path visualization. And the second part was really about, I think more about the stress that networks are under now, especially when companies are managing, you know, their workers and their users who are all at home. How is that changing your views on the way that you have to measure to provide that optimization uh, and clarity for your customers? You know, I think one of the things that we've seen, especially over the past year with the increased stress is that, you know, where IT organizations that get into a, um, a say, a, a SEV1 incident used to be able to, you know, gather around a table, all pull up their laptops, be able to look at each other's screens and ultimately try to resolve an issue. Now that that's not possible, right? You have to be able to share information effectively. You have to be able to work collaboratively as a team but one of the most important things when you think about you're in that incident is how do I bring together the right people that are needed at that point of time to solve that problem? So instead of firing up war rooms with hundreds of different people across every single time zone under the sun in every key function, one of the key elements of being able to solve an incident effectively is actually whittling down to what are the key people that can help me and that are responsible for, for solving that problem. And so to do that, you need to be able to quickly identify where the problem exists. You not only have to be able to detect you have a problem, you have to be able to then localize that problem as quick as possible. And so, you know, that that's kind of the imperative of being able to then quickly understand, is this a network problem? You know, is this, in the case of employee productivity, is this a user device problem? Is this a local Wi-Fi problem or a local ISP problem? Is this a backend problem within my application, right? How do I be able to then triage and localize so that I can be able to then say, these are the people that need to work together effectively to be able to then ultimately remediate and move on. To remediate and move on. And so that, that's generating a lot more data, isn't it? And so you're saying you're using modern technology such as Kafka. I'm wondering how you're trying to optimize that data we see a lot of you know, interesting uses of machine learning models, and we're starting to see more you know, uses of GPUs you know, to help uh, parallel process uh, the data, and then in concert using that with CPUs to be able to distribute it. So I'm curious on how you view you know, that when, you, when what you're seeing from people who are out there in the market and the customers and just generally the, the state of the world right now, which with everyone, you know, working pretty much remotely. You know, I think, you know, one of the big trends in the industry right now is this, this notion of a full stack observability, right? How do you be able to understand and observe the entire end to end state in, you know, where maybe previous approaches were, Hey, I'm going to measure everything. I'm going to gather as much data. I'm going to throw it into a data lake. And then from that, I'll be able to mine the right level of insights. Right. Well, that doesn't really work when you're trying to understand the digital experience because the issues that are facing, you can't wait hours or longer to be able to go and find the, the needle in the haystack. You have to be able to understand in a real-time basis across the different layers from the application to the network to the infrastructure. And on that core unified data pipeline, be able to then not only enrich it with additional 
data sources, but then be able to then understand what are the key insights and how do I get that back to my, my user in the case of, you know, a company like Thousand Eyes, my user being the IT or the operations teams that are leveraging Thousand Eyes as part of their mission critical uh, uh, approach to, to uptime. How do I get that back to them in a real-time manner so that they can not only interpret it, but ultimately make decisions to, to address issues? And so it's a fundamental shift of moving from a, you know, a data lake architecture approach to now around full stack observability and how do you leverage that unified data pipeline across the different layers of the stack and across the different layers of that digital supply chain so that I can, in a real-time basis, identify those key insights or intelligence and then act on them. So if you're going to look forward to the rest of the year, would you, would you point to this migration from data lakes to more of a full stack observability approach. And what does that mean when, when you think about that, what does that kind of mean to you and what, you know, what we're seeing in terms of trends and such? Yeah, I think that's um, in, in essence, it's going to become an imperative for, for business because when I look at, and really why is that right? Because you don't want to necessarily approach that purely from a, you know, it's fun and it's great to use a new technology. What is a business problem we're trying to solve? And, and it kind of, kind of comes down to, you know, what the application experience you provide to your users. In the case of your a SaaS application company and your users are trying to access your application, your brand as a company is directly tied to that application experience. Or if you're a corporation, the application experience for the, set of SaaS applications that you direct your employees to access on a daily basis, your corporate brand as a great place to work is directly tied to that application experience. And so from that, you see the tolerance that users have on poor application experience shifting to really this notion of, if I have a, a poor experience, I'm immediately thinking as a user, what is an alternative that I can do? My threshold, for accepting a poor experience is now measured in minutes or even say seconds before I'm already thinking about what is the alternative path to achieve that same objective. And so from there, you cannot wait minutes, hours, days to be able to identify what is happening across a digital supply chain. You have to be able to identify and localize the issue and remediate the issue in the matter of, of minutes. And so that that's really that imperative that drives that technology shift from saying, I'm just going to store everything. And then ultimately when I have an issue, hope that I can identify it to saying, I need to be able to capture as much of that full stack as possible in a real time basis and provide that insights back to my, my customers as quickly as possible. You know, maybe just the last question, do you then equate network visibility with, uh, with observability? I think they are, are part of it, right? To provide the level of observability that you need, you need to be able to gain the level of, of visibility to the underlying system. And part of the drive of observability is understanding a system through the ability to gather the data, especially data that you're not able to directly measure yourself. And so from that, I think that's, they are directly tied and correlated together. Joe, thank you so much for taking the time to talk today. I, I've 
had the chance to talk with Joe Vaccaro, head of products at Thousand Eyes. Thanks for taking the time. Great. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Listen to more episodes of the Newstack Makers at thenewstack.io slash podcast. Please rate and review us on iTunes, like us on YouTube, and follow us on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thousand Eyes, a part of Cisco, delivers internet and cloud intelligence. The Thousand Eyes platform provides the only collectively powered view of the internet, enabling enterprises to see, understand, and improve digital experiences from every cloud to every employee and customer.